Thank you for tuning in to the Keeping It Real with KC podcast. A no-judgment zone podcast that covers lifestyle, entertainment, news, and sports. Even though KC doesn't watch sports. But these are minor details. (laughs) By the way, he reads tarot cards too. Yes, I really mean it. He reads tarot cards too. And now, the host you've tuned in for, K.C. Phoenix. Thank you for tuning back in to the Keeping It Real with KC podcast. All right. So. You know what? It's... Oh, boy. I tell you, I'm trying to get my words together is what I'm attempting to do. And I have to... You know how... (laughs) You know how... You're you're like no, this can't be true. Or you you're looking to go one direction, but then a sign comes up, and then you start to go off in another direction, <laughs> and it's like, is this really happening? Let me explain to you. Which, by the way, before I go any further. KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. I'm still getting my bearings this morning. It's what time is it? It's 8.25 a.m. Central Standard Time here in Dallas. And usually, I would have a lot of my stuff out of the way by now. I'm running a little bit behind schedule this morning. And I had my story picked out because I haven't done a news story in a few days. And I was like, you know what? I need to do a news story for my podcast listeners so they'll know... What's going on in the news? And I I like the funny stories, the crazy stories. Well, the crazy story I had already picked out back probably like two or three days ago was about a priest that had a situation. Not that type of situation. I know some people are like, no, 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 not that type of situation. Totally different type of situation. And I had and I was ready to go. And. I didn't save the link to the story, but I know where the site is at. So I was just like, let me just go directly to the site and pull it up. Why did I do that? Because as soon as I went to the site, at the top of the site on the thing, headline. Nearly half of American kids think bacon is a vegetable. Okay. All right. So I have this article here. So November the 10th. It came out a few days ago. Haven't been to the site. Like I said, haven't been to the site in a while. All right. I'm about to read this. (laughs) Oh, boy. I just. Wow. (laughs) 
It says, oh, the innocence of a child or stupidity. We're really not sure which of those this story is an example of. A recent study has found that American kids have absolutely no idea where food comes from. Not only do they not know whether food is animal or plant-based, they think commonly eaten animals aren't okay to eat. There's a lot I could say on that. I'm not going to go there right now. I'll, I'll save that tirade for another day. It says the study published by the Journal of Environmental Psychology is supposed to examine children's attitudes towards plant-based diets. But perhaps unintentionally, it really turned out to be a study of just how dumb kids are. To begin, the researchers from Furman University, shout out to Furman University, South Carolina, um, showed 176 kids aged 4 to 7 pictures and asked them to identify what it depicts. Then they gave them two sorting tasks. In the first task, the children saw 13 pictures of food items and they had to sort them based on whether they were animal or plant-based. If the food was from an animal, they placed the cart in a plant-themed box. If it was animal, it go... Actually, this is a typo in their thing. If it was plant-based, if it was animal-based, it go in a fur-covered box. If it was plant-based, it was supposed to go in a plant-themed box. Similarly, in the second task, the kids saw 14 pictures of plants and animals. If they thought it was all right to eat what they saw, they'd point at a model of a mouth. If not, they'd point at a trash can. What plant do steaks come from? It's really not a difficult task, even for four-year-old, even for a four-year-old child, but boy howdy, are these results not pretty. Let's start with the first task or determining whether the food came from a plant or an animal. The kids performed the best when they saw an apple. Only around 16% of the kids thought it came from an animal. And it's all downhill from here. You'd imagine kids would at least know where eggs come from, but no. A bit under a third of the children thought eggs were plants. About 36% of the kids thought hamburger patties were plant foods. Maybe we'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say their parents only buy impossible burgers. I, I can go with that, <laughs> with what the article is saying. More than a third of the kids thought chicken nuggets were plant-based, despite them having the word chicken right there in the name. Some 40% of survey kids also thought hot dogs and bacon were vegetables. But the worst offender was actually french fries. Nearly 46.5% of the children thought they were animal-based. You know, I did a story on, um, it was the, if you go through my episodes, if you're new to this, my, my long-time listeners, my firebirds, you, you already know, you already read the story or listened to the story on my podcast. But I did an episode about the school in Kentucky, Hazard high school being investigated even though 
it was it was wrong but funny for the students giving lap dances to the staff members at school during this um, cheer thing or whatever it was. And, but it was more to it. If you read the headline, it sounds more salacious. But if you get the details of it, it, it wasn't that bad. It was still wrong, but funny. But, and I was saying then, what are they teaching the kids in school? <laughs> and I'm looking at this and some people are probably like, KC, they're only four. They're only seven. Uh, uh, we're not asking them to do rocket science. We're just French fries. Potato? <laughs> so, or, or maybe, maybe we put too much pressure on children. I, I don't know. What I do know is that chicken nuggets, if you ask a five-year-old, six-year-old, or a seven-year-old, I would hope they would think that chicken nuggets come from chicken. But I digress. All right, here we go. So, but what about the second test? The one where they had to say whether it's all right to eat certain things. Maybe they fared better there. Not really, no. But only... A bit over 1% of them thought dirt or sand were edible. So we, we're supposed, we suppose that counts for something. They, um, there's typos in this article. Only around or less than 5% of the children also thought horses, cats, or dogs are edible. I had to pause and let that marinate for a minute. Technically, they're right, but at least most of them won't take a bite out of the family dog. But when it comes to the most commonly eaten animals in the U.S., it all falls apart. Roughly a third of kids said fish aren't okay to eat. Moving on to farm animals. The results got even more animal friendly. About 65% said chickens weren't okay to eat. <laughs> Ooh. The force of the matrix is strong. That's a, The force of the matrix is strong. And when I tell you that matrix is running. Okay, let me get back to the article. While 73% said the same about pigs. In 76% about cows. Clearly, American children are true friends to animals. If you want to call it that, I'm. The force of the matrix is strong. <laughs> or more likely, they don't have the faintest idea where meat comes from. Now, the researchers seem to agree. With the latter interpretation, they say that even six and seven-year-olds didn't seem to grasp the idea of animals as food. As to why that is, they first all point at parents. 
Many parents in the United States are reluctant to talk with their children about the origins of meat. Parents may deliberately withhold information about animal slaughter in an attempt to safeguard their children's innocence. Viewing the realities of meat production is too gruesome. The researchers write. That said, you know, hold on. This is one thing. I'm, I just want to touch on this very, very quickly. This is where I disagree with how people treat children. First of all, in this article aside, children are very smart. Children pick up on things. And I'm about to go a little bit deep on something for just a few seconds that it might go over some of your heads. But for those who my longtime listeners to my podcast, my firebirds, you'll know what I'm talking about. One thing about children is their innocence. Their innocence is what keeps them close, is why they're so close to what's considered the light. Because we're all children of the light once it's all said and done. With a child's innocence, they have the they have the ability to understand things. They have the ability to see things that sometimes others can't see or sometimes others don't want to see. A child can usually handle as much as you can give them with information as long as you put it into context and, and you deliver it the right way. I'm not one of those people who believes information should be withheld from children. I'll keep it 100. I still remember when I was sitting in the car. My longtime listeners, they're about to say, okay, Casey, Casey is about to tell one of his stories. (laughs) But I still remember when I was sitting in the car. We were waiting for my brother. I was in middle school. By that time, we were waiting for my brother because he was um, playing, was it, what basketball team? I forgot what basketball team it was. But we were waiting in the car. Or either, no, I was right, I was getting ready to go into middle school. And I was talking to my mother about what I wanted for Christmas. Imagine that we're we're close to Christmas, right? Oh, yeah. If there's any kids listening right now, cover your kids' ears. If you don't want them, because you already know where this is about to go, if you're if you're a parent. So let me, full, full disclosure, if you got a kid in the room, cover their ears because you know where this is about to go. But I was sitting in the car, and I was talking to my mother. We were waiting for my brother to come out from the game because it was an away game. Um, with the basketball team and I was telling my mother you know I'm going to tell Santa I I want this, I want this, I want this, I want that and my mother said to me again get your kids out the room (laughs) or or cover your kids ears (laughs) my mother said to me No, there isn't a Santa Claus. Now, mind you, I'm much older 
by that time. Like I say, I'm either in middle school or getting ready to go into middle middle school because middle school where I was at started at sixth grade. So yeah, and I was just like okay and then she gave me the breakdown of well we're the ones who have been buying the presents and putting the presents under the tree and doing this and doing that and it's like wow but you know what if my parents because I always talk about my mother a lot during my podcast but my dad is in the picture. My parents have been married literally for almost 50 years. Five zero. <laughs> so it's just. But yeah. But if my mother had said to me at a young age when I was five or six. Because mind you. And this is another thing. This is another story. Listen to this. Okay. Okay. This is another thing. I'll never forget it. When we went to go see Santa Claus one time. I asked my mother, because I told you, kids pick up on stuff. That's what I'm saying. Kids can handle as much as you can give them. When we went to go see Santa Claus one time, and I noticed that Santa Claus looks different from the other Santa Claus at the mall. Because, you know, during Christmas time, you, you see Santa Claus is all over the place. So I said to my mother, I was like, why is this Santa different than the other Santa? Mind you, I'm a kid. Why is this Santa different from the other Santa? My mother, she was so slick with it. She was like, well, Santa can't be in every place at once. So what he does is he has his elves, his helpers, volunteer and go out and dress up for him. So, because he's unable to be in one in, in every place at one time. So, the, these are his elves helping him out, filling in for Santa, dressing up like him. That's what my mother told me. And I was a kid, and it came from my mother, so I bought it. But if my mother would have said from jump, look, there's no Santa Claus. All these presents under this tree. I bought all this. Your daddy bought all this. Because Christmas was like presents everywhere. For a long time. My brother and I were very spoiled. And my parents, they if they would have made that clear, if my mother would have said, hey, we buy all these presents under the tree every Christmas. I would have been like, okay, bet. Santa's not real. And, and, I mean, that doesn't change that I still get the presents. Why would I be upset? <laughs> so, yeah. My thing is, kids can handle as much as you can give them. I just want to throw that out there. Just saying that. Alright, let me get back to this article. That said, they recognize that there may also be practical reasons. They note that parents may be concerned that children would refuse to eat meat if they knew how it's produced. 
But the researchers also state that parents' reluctance to talk about meat production probably isn't the only culprit. As another reason, they propose that Western industrial food production systems confuse children. Meat products bear little resemblance to the animals when they are offered for sale in most grocery stores. Hamburgers, bacon, and hot dogs are transformed in processes largely invisible to children. So that, by the time they end up on the plate, the connection between the food and the animal is abstract. The researchers also suggest that children are just, well, kind of stupid. A child's mind simply doesn't make the necessary connections between a food and its origin. According to the study, simply telling kids that eggs come from chickens or bacon comes from pigs doesn't really mean anything to them. Um, this next part of the article says manipulating kids for the planet. As potentially concerning as the results are, the researchers don't see them as all bad. They might even help with the study's original environmental agenda. They suggest that children haven't yet formed the common adult idea that humans are superior to animals. As such, they're more likely to think that you shouldn't eat cows, for example. They're just cute and go moo. <laughs> if someone were to suggest to them at this point that pl a plant-based diet is better, they might just take that to heart. Childhood may represent a unique window of opportunity during which lifelong plant-based diets can be made easily, more easily established compa compared to later in life, the researchers note. It's pretty much proven that reducing animal consumption would benefit the environment, but is it just as, or does that sound more than a little brainwashing? That's what I was talking about, the matrix is strong when it comes to that because on this last paragraph here and they even say in the article and kudos to them for calling that out with manipulating um, kids for planet for the planet where if you're attempting to teach a child something sort of like you're attempting to teach a child that there's a Santa Claus when there really isn't but I, I'm not sore about that it's just I remember it like it was yesterday I digress. If you're attempting to manipulate a child's thoughts, then you're kind of going to get this, I'll say, I won't say stupidity, because stupid is a strong word. I'll say naivete is what it is. Because um, with being naive, it's almost where you're taking someone at their word what the information that's being given to you. Even though you may question it, because it goes back to what I was talking about earlier with the Santa Claus story, where kids know when something isn't right, and they will either, if they don't say it out loud, out loud the questions will go on in their mind. But then when they decide to ask the question out loud, and you have someone who's like, oh no, don't eat the cow. The cow goes moo, it's just cute, or da-da-da this, or da-da-da-da that. Or no, this Impossible Burger, it's, it's just as good as regular hamburger, or this Impossible Burger is the only type of burger you should eat. Those type of things. That's what I talk about when I say 
the matrix is strong. And they caught up on that at the end of this article. But I just wanted to read that. This whole article was very interesting to me. So that's all I have. That's all I have for this episode. Let me go ahead and get going. KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. Until next time, be blessed.